still want your hands up on my body. You still make my heart beat fast, Ferrari. With me in the wave, but in the morning, do you still want me? Can I be honest? I still want your hands up on my body. You still make.
strong beliefs. My lover's got no power, he's got his strong beliefs. My lover's got no fame, he's got his strong beliefs. My lover's got no money, he's got his strong beliefs. One more and more, people just want more and more. Freedom and love, what he's looking for. One more and more, people just want more and more. Freedom and love, what he's looking for. Freed from desire, mind and senses purify it. Freed from desire, mind and senses purify it. Freed from desire, mind and senses purify it. Freed from desire. Na 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 Cheese, I lost my phone. 
solo sé que montaron
with a bottle of Jack Cause when I leave for the night I ain't coming back I'm talking pedicure on our toes, toes Trying on all our clothes, clothes Boys blowing up our phones, phones Dropped up and playing our favorite CDs Pulling up to the parties Trying to get a little bit tipsy
bottles and while we still standing. This one's out to the Charlie Brown. I'm loving it, loving it, old school anthems. Smelling like cocoa, but I'm in Versace blue jeans. Ben Sherman top with blue jeans. Going in, living my movie. Ben Tekkers, I'm a steppers. It was art, how I dodged that badness. In the corner, smoking the madness.
here in the studio with Joe. Hello, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well, hello. Hi, it's great having you here. Um, now, you're a first year at Salford Uni, aren't you? Yep. Um, what got you into DJing that brought you here to Media City in order to do a set uh, later on today? So, I actually, um, when I applied to Media City and this uni in total, I didn't really DJ at that point. I was, like, just kind of interested in doing the TV and radio side, but then I kind of fell in love with DJing over probably about six months ago. And so when it came to that, and I found out that there's the DJ Society and there's a lot of music events and venues in Manchester and around Salford anyway. I was like, okay, this is definitely the place to be. And so when it came to getting results and having all the different unis to choose from, I made sure to choose this one because it had basically everything I needed. And then when I heard about this event, I was like, this is brilliant because it gives me practice. It's a bit of fun. Everyone can enjoy it. And it's just a very, like, different thing to do. And I'm quite interested in and um, what's your favourite uh, track? What sort of music do you like to play when you're doing your DJ mixes? So I absolutely love house music. So I started out, when I started DJing, I started out with drum and bass. And drum and bass is like the usual. You hear most DJs play drum and bass when they're getting into things because it's the one that a lot of people know. They go DJing and they associate it with drum and bass. But the more I, over time that I kind of found my style and found how I like, I found out that I like house music a lot more because I love that thumpy bass line. I find it a lot nicer to keep time with and just stuff like that. I find it a lot more fun and you can do a lot more things with it I think and especially I like the house tracks where it has it's like a mashup of an original song because you can get someone to be like oh I know this song and then it gets into this drop and then everyone goes a bit crazy for it and it's a really fun thing to do oh that's amazing um what uh, advice would you give to somebody because you've only been DJing for six months am I right yeah, about six months. Yeah, I started in May. So, yeah, okay. around six months. So for someone that's, say, starting now and getting into DJing, um, what would you say is uh, your kind of top tips for getting into it so that six months down the line they're in the same position that you are? Um, so I'd recommend, number one, the software. You never have to have expensive software. You see all these DJs, obviously, when you get to the higher-end DJing on the high-expensive equipment, you can start off with basically any DJ kit you want and you can build your way up from there. And I'd also recommend one thing that people don't talk about is obviously you can have the best technical skill in the world. You can be one of the most talented persons when it comes to DJing. But if you don't have that song selection, that song selection takes time to build and have that. And even if you don't DJ well, if you have that song selection, people will still get excited by your set. Um, when you're building a song selection, how long and how much money do you think someone should invest into it? Um, that's a really good question, actually. Um, I would say when you're like building a song selection, you want to mix your own music taste with what else you think people want to hear. So when I build a song selection, because obviously I've accumulated it over quite a while, I would have said that I've spent at least four days probably just listening to songs, adding them to things, prepping them and stuff like that. Uh, Money-wise, I would probably say a good reasonable starting price to get like a nice song selection is around 50-75 pounds. You can get about 50-75 songs and that will do you 
plenty for especially just starting out but if that's a bit daunting to you there are other ways around it like when I started out I used a service called Beatport which just is kind of like a streaming service for DJs so you can stream all your stuff straight onto your software and it's really convenient to have so you don't have to spend all that money. I'm going to have to have a look into Beatport myself I think. It is a really good software it's got a massive library and it's like £18 a month which is compared to having to buy all these tracks individually and then if you fall out of love with the tracks and you're like brilliant well I've spent money on this so with Beatport you have access to basically everything it's quite nice but the only problem is some of the quality can be a bit iffy if you're playing on like big venue systems but if you're just getting into it there's no real reason to not use it Amazing. And um, you were telling me earlier in the room uh, here about how um, you have some goals of where you want to be by third year of uni. Could you um, tell the audience a little bit about that? So I said by third year, I want to hopefully end up DJing at a nice, like a bigger venue that is like well known. So I have some contacts that hopefully when I build up a bigger repertoire can get me into like a diff, like bigger festivals, which is a nice thing to be able to do. And I also want to be able to put on like big high value production sets where it's like, a mix of performance and DJing together, like just a combination of that that can be like, that's really unique, that's really different and stuff like that. I can't go into too much detail about it because I do want to keep a little bit of a secret, but there is big plans in the works for how my performances want to be structured in the future. So we have uh, some exclusive content here on um, Utter Radio and uh, at, in Studio A. We do. Um, how excited have you been to come here and uh, perform for us? Well, this is probably one of my first like big, proper, rigged-up um, sets where it comes to having the four-deck set up with all the lights and with all the cameras. So it's a really exciting experience for me because it's something that I've never done before and it's like genuinely... like one of the first things I'll be able to do of this scale. Like, I've done, like, smaller events, like Encore, and I've DJed at, like, a small bar that was kind of took over by the DJ society, which was a nice thing. But for actually to be put out on content and for people to see it with the professional lighting and everything like that, this is the first time I'm doing something like it, so it's incredibly exciting. That's amazing. And um, what were your thoughts when you walked into the studio and saw the whole setup? When I walked into the studio, I was like, OK, this is... Uh, it kind of was that affirmation for me. It was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. And then when we started rehearsing the set a little bit and just, like, watching the other DJs play about with it, um, all them lights and when all the lighting was coming in, the sound system as well, uh, buried audio again, incredible sound system there, there as well. Um, when I saw all these lights and the sound system, it was like, this is the moment. Like, this made me feel, like, good about it. And um, finally, uh, could you plug a couple of your social medias for us as well so the fans can have a look and follow you to see your progress in the future? Brilliant. So if you, um, on Instagram, I'm, so it's ac3.blank, um, just the word blank. So if you find that, that has also got the link to my SoundCloud and my MixCloud and everything like that. And also on MixCloud, Shock Radio, um, I have a show called Ace Hour. comes out every Friday between 9 and 10, which is live on Shock. OK, brilliant. Thank you. That's great. Now, back into the studio again for the next set.
exclusive, you know, absolutely mental. Featuring the one and only Gracious K and the one and only Ramsey. Hey, listen, hey, ravers, hands up, hands up. Like man, I said, swear out. That funky house star, selling since 1900. How many shows have I shut down, Ruby? Spit a bar and wheel up my song. That's right, sing along. They don't want smoke like Ching Chang Chong. I got a wickedest flow, I'm gone. Touch mic and it's just long. You don't know, man, I shut down. Mash up the dance and I'm in town. And it's on my country, spin round. Tell them boy for just sit down. 222 on the in-sound. Better don't say that I've been crowned. UK vet and I've been crowned. I was here then and I'm here now. I'm a shotters. Come straight for the gutters.
So I'm in the studio today again with Toby after speaking to uh, Joe, was it Arthur earlier or Joe, I can't remember. I think it was Joe. Joe. It was Joe. Definitely Joe, yeah. It's been a long day. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing, oh, I'm, I'm ecstatic after that. That was, uh, that was a lovely set at the beginning. It's been great to watch the other, other DJs as well. You get to kind of, it's not often that I get to kind of sit and for a long time listen to everyone. Uh, obviously, I, I know I know all these DJs through the DJ Society, which I run. Uh, they are they're all members, and you know I get to kind of hear snippets of stuff they do, and I get to hear little bits. But I'm always so busy, so lovely to kind of sit here and just kind of relax and be able to hear them all and let their sets play out, and not have to sit there constantly dealing with problems. So it's like educational status is like satisfying for you, kind of. All, you, you've helped these people out, and now you can just sit and watch them play and <laughs> lean back and relax all of a sudden. Well, I'm never sure exactly how much I can claim from them. I don't know how much is me, how much is, you know, how much is what they came with, but the fact that, you know, most of them seem to be... You know, I'll say it, everyone in the society has been doing really well recently. Uh, there definitely has to be something to be said for it. And even if it's just us kind of giving them the, the place to do these kind of things, it's, uh, it's lovely to see them all kind of doing really well and... and showing their own kind of music in such a nice way. That's brilliant. Um, now, of course, apart from the DJ Society, you have your own business making speakers and sound systems, and um, you've provided that, thankfully, for us today uh, in order to use in the studio. Can you tell us a little bit about your company? Yeah, so I run a company called Buried Audio. It is a made-to-order speaker design service. Basically, it's been running as a custom shop for ages where people can effectively come to me and say I want this speaker for this venue and everything like that and then I'll give them a design and then build it for them and then sell it to them. So that's how it used to work. It's now the speaker that we've got here today is it's called the BB16 3 which is the first foray into lines that I'm going to be offering continuously. It's not ready yet but the prototype has definitely been uh, been getting rave reviews around everyone in the uh, in the set or at least I hope so they're not just being kind. <laughs> um, now, going on to your DJing career, um, when did you start learning how to DJ? I started learning to, learning to DJ when I was about 12. I've been doing this for such a long time now, but uh, I started initially producing and making music, uh, and kind of, once I got that, I had this kind of natural idea of, okay, well... You know, I'm a, I'm a musician at heart. I've been playing guitar, drums, and all the uh, uh, and bass and all other instruments just for a long time. So my first thought when I was producing music electronically was, oh, how do I perform this live? So I started learning how to DJ, and then that just kind of overtook, and I ended up being surprisingly good at DJing. And then it started becoming the main deal. And over time, it's kind of even though my productions are out there, it's definitely the bit that I do a lot more of uh, on that side. Uh, Yes, that must mean I've been DJing for almost ten years now. Wow, is, that's a long time. That's quite terrifying now. It's actually <laughs> now I've actually had to work that out. Um, what would you say to somebody starting off DJing today? Um, that how they let me start that again. What could you say to somebody who's starting DJing today uh, that you know ten years down the line they could work on in order to get to the level you are now? Just do it. It's, it doesn't take very long to get from a standard where you sit there and you're, you're happy with it. It doesn't take very long to get from that to a position where you are comfortable and un you understand how your, the equipment works. Uh, equipment especially at the moment is really affordable. It used to be horribly expensive. When I started, even the kind of cheaper systems were still 
in the kind of several hundred pounds region, which is, is obviously quite a lot to spend on, on what is just a hobby. But now there are some really good options. Uh, the best thing you can do is, is just start. Because once you once you've got there and you're you're doing it, you can you can understand the, the route you need to take to get better. Uh, everyone has their own different style. I mean, I, my style's quite eclectic. I do a lot of uh, complex mixing with multiple channels and a lot of acapellas and things like that. But you by no means need to do that. It's fun for me. I enjoy doing it that way. It's it, it it's definitely not boring. But uh, no, you, you, so long as you're kind of you're getting the vibe of music across. You don't need to do any more than that. And if you sit there and you you just slowly work on it over time, you'll find this kind of almost editorial voice, kind of, that you just slowly kind of fall into that is just a natural way to mix for you. Uh, and so long as you kind of get that going, that's the most important thing while DJing. Don't worry about anything else. Make sure that you're getting you across in your music. Okay, and... Um... When it comes to the music you like to listen to, what's your favourite genre? What do you choose in front of everything else to mix? What's your, what's your go-to? Well, to mix, I absolutely love the kind of house stuff that I was playing earlier. Uh, if I'm at home uh, and I'm mixing to no one but myself, uh, I do love doing literally the most kind of dark and intense of that, that kind of genre. Uh, without any of the vocals, without any, anything, because I, I just I love the vibe. And that's what I try and bring across. I always try and bring across the vibes that I love. Uh, with the songs that other people love. So uh, uh, even if maybe, for example, I want it that way is a song that I personally am not that fond of. <laughs> Having it with the right vibe just completely changes it into a way that I feel that both people who like the music I like will love and people who don't will also sit there and tolerate. And um, as well, uh, with university, because you go to the University of Salford, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, what do you study and um, kind of what's the journey to the, uh, what how's the journey been to the point where you've got to the point where you're making speakers? Well, I study acoustics, acoustic engineering, which is a ridiculously wide field because it's about anything that makes noise, uh, which is a lot of things. Uh, I kind of fell in love with the, the speaker design aspects in my first year. I started building projects uh, just to be looking for papers. But it's kind of one of those things that I didn't expect to jump out at me. It just kind of did in my first year, and then I just kept looking at it over and over and used the university's resources to kind of push that as far as I could. Oh, amazing. And finally, is there any social media plugs you could uh, give out there to the people listening so they can follow your career and your DJing journey? Yeah, so my Instagram uh, for DJing is at DJ. That's Buried Deep with a B. Uh, the loudspeaker design company is at Buried Audio. Uh, and the DJ Society is at DJ UOS Salford. Brilliant, thank you. And back to the mixes in the studio.
We'll be right back. 